salutations and ave welcome to babylon rising an occult podcast with a focus on art sexuality and liberation I am once again as excited as ever for another hopefully great episode. This time, I would like to talk about magic on a more broader sense. Don't know how long this episode is going to be exactly, but this is definitely something that's been on my mind and that I just like to share what I've been thinking about recently. So recently I've been thinking a lot about um, madness and losing your mind in terms of um, conspiracy theories, cults, and also magical practice because that's another alternative way of thinking that opens the doorway out of consensus reality and if you're not careful you can fall all the way out the other side uh, to the point that you become absolutely inscrutable to consensus reality and the people who uh, reside within it and even though there are a lot of bad things about consensus reality. There are things that are a part of our consensus reality that people take as a given, that people find absolutely inescapable um, as much as any other natural law like gravity or death, you know. And, you know, things like uh, compulsory heterosexuality and capitalism and racism, things that people really feel like are an inherent part of reality um, that really don't have to be and that we could change all of us together, we could change that. It's still, there are still lots of things about a shared reality that are kind of important to, I feel at least, the fabric of a healthy society. I don't think you can just have people who live in entirely separate realities function together productively. I don't know about that one. And even though I've always known that magic is a potential um, a potential lead to madness, I've, I've always known that, and I've always said that, um, if, if asked of me, like, oh, do you think that magic is dangerous on some level? I would say yes. I say this, I think, in the demons episode where I talk about demons being scary and um, working with demons being potentially dangerous if you are ill-prepared. And that's definitely the case, I would say, for a lot of magic and occult practices. Um, It just opens you up exponentially to the possibility of losing your gosh darn mind. Um, 
just getting lost in the sauce, buying into your own BS. And sure, I definitely have always known that's an aspect of magic. And that's also something about magic that it shares with a lot of other alternative ways of thinking. Um, but I've always figured magic is an extremely volatile substance, you know, in, in some ways. That when handled with caution um, and discretion can be used to extraordinary and desirable results. And I always just figured that was me, you know? But I think I'm just realizing, like, nine years deep that I have just a lot of potential for losing my mind at this point. I've been practicing for so long, and the only thing that keeps me holding on is that... I am a really large skeptic and I never really believe anything I hear once or even twice. I have to hear it four more times after that even. Um, I just have this habit that I've had since I was a kid at least that I don't believe anyone. I don't believe what anyone says and that's always been a really big problem in my mundane life in that... Um, it's really frustrating for people to speak to me because I always have some kind of level of, you know, holding out on believing things fully. I mean, circumstances um, may vary. You know, this isn't um, the case exactly the same in every circumstance, but for the most part, I am a generally disbelieving individual uh my mother could tell me that she uh, walked to work and it rained and I could have also walked to work and it could have also rained on me at the exact same time but because she told it to me I wouldn't really believe her I would I would believe her insofar as I need to engage with this conversation but I would still be a little doubtful of the fact even if you know we had the same experience we could have walked to work together <laughs> and it rained on both of us and we were both there and I would still be like are you sure it really rained like are you sure it wasn't more of a light drizzle like I don't know about this mom but I think really discernment is a virtue it's a gift I learned that from Catholic school and it's still the case that being you know being able to have discretion in your beliefs and also to question your own beliefs um, is very, very important because I think that's the fine line between um, seekers, which is magicians, occultists that um, are very functional in life and those of us who are um, a little off the deep end and no matter what kind of alternative belief we may have in general. I, I think that my general rules for staving off um, potential mind lossage is 
generally speaking, does the belief um, bring you misery in your life? I feel like that's a red flag. If your beliefs just only make you miserable, I think reevaluate if that's the case. Um, I think also another great rule to live by is does the belief um, help you to live your life or does it help you to hide from your life? You know, when I do invocations, um, those invocations aren't Usually I try not to let them be just to like experience some freaky shit and like have a good old magical time. That's fun sometimes as well, but I think I don't like to let that be the overwhelming majority of um, my spirit work. I like if, if I'm doing invocation, if I'm working with the essence of this or that planet or this or that ancient deity or this or that demon, I like for it to be generally for the sake of helping me to further live my life, to further deal with the conflicts that may arise, you know? It's not just to, like, hide away in my room talking to spirits um, for no other reason than for them to tell me about, you know, other dimensions and other aeons and other, other, other so far away from what I could possibly experience um, in consensus reality. But, I mean, that stuff is fine. It's cool to talk about weird things to spirits. Um, I think that's part of the fun of magic as well. It's important to have fun, but it's important not to, like, let that be uh, all-consuming. I think in moderation, um, magic is a volatile substance, okay? And you don't really want to, uh, overdo it. You don't really want to overindulge in um, your vices. I always say um, to my to my family, because a lot of them smoke, a lot of them drink, and I do none of those things. I don't smoke and I don't drink and I don't do anything really um, except for <laughs> ritual magic. I always say, you know, we all have our vices. You know, you smoke, you drink, I evoke spirits you know we all have our things <laughs> that help us cope uh and that's mine mine just so happens to be uh demons you know we, we all have our demons and mine happen to speak to me on a regular basis <laughs> so i think those are my general rules also generally being really skeptical i think this is a very, very great case for keeping a magical journal, um, repeating spells to see if you get uh, more consistent results. Like, yes, magic is a creative endeavor, and there's a lot of weirdness. There's a lot of room for weirdness in magic. That's part of the charm. Um, but, like, try not to lose your mind along the way because you kind of need that sometimes. Excuse me. Yeah, I I have this thing where even though I'm very largely skeptical about magic and I am always looking um, for the most consistent belief system that I could possibly construct for myself, 
Um, I have an insanely high suspension of disbelief. I feel like it's only fair to um, engage with um, what someone is saying or with a creative work um, as much on its own terms as possible. Like, even if it's really poor work, like um, one of my favorite movies, um, Necromancy 1972, I think, um, slash The Witchening, that's its other title, is, I think, generally very confusing and nonsensical film. Not that that's a bad thing. It very much feels like watching a dream, you know? And the thing about dreams and dreaming is you've got to engage with the dream on its own terms. You can't be dreaming and be like, why am I in a tub in this math class? Why is there a bathtub in this math class? That doesn't make any sense. That's not how you enjoy a dream, my friend, if that's what you're doing. I mean, sometimes that's also a part of the dream, questioning the insane things that happen. But a lot of the times, you just got to go with the flow. Um, I am a big dreamer. I dream a lot. I think maybe that's, I think my high levels of skepticism and nihilism um, opened me up for having a really good time um, where you know, anything could potentially be the case, you know, it's the suspension of disbelief, anything could happen, not anything does happen, um, and it's important to also keep that in mind, um, but also, isn't that kind of like, I feel like that, this is like the sweet spot, I'm trying to describe the magical sweet spot, and I don't think it's like, an event horizon like you could only approach it and you could never meet it there you could never fully describe the exact point at which that the magic is just mm, delicious just one foot in this reality one foot in all these potential realities um making your will happen in your life like oh my gosh I'm getting all these romantic feelings for magic while talking about, like, being skeptical of magic, you know? Um, I think all that being said, I would like to wrap this up with a little bit of a confession, which is that even though I'm generally very skeptical um, and generally very antagonistic um, about most things in life, I also have, like, a large insecurity that people think magic is stupid I know that's stupid I'm being stupid by thinking other people think I'm stupid like I think because magic is kind of confusing for people and it's kind of something you have to invest a lot of yourself into to understanding um and and a lot of people don't do that so it's just it doesn't make sense to people like I haven't even lost my mind like you um not calling anyone out, I don't know anyone like this, but like, you and I both know, listener, that there are people who call themselves magicians or witches or cultists who have definitely gone off the deep end, who, you know, have a very distinct, like, quality of being a little, uh, loony, you know? And when you're not one of those people, and then people treat you like that is, 
who you are. Like, you really have no grasp on consensus reality. That's really frustrating for me, and it's a really big insecurity of mine. Um, that's not where my skepticism comes from, but it's definitely, like, a bonus that I generally don't come off crazy. Also, part of, I think, another aspect of this is that you don't really want to give away all the, like, nasty little details about your magical practice to, like, lay people, um, because it just alienates you from them for the most part. Like, they're, they don't get it. You don't need to, like, find people who, like, care about magic and talk about magic to them. I think that's almost the case for any intense interest anyone may or may not have. Like, if I spend all this time talking about my deep spiritual love for Spider-Man, it tends to make other people uncomfortable. So I really try not to do it, but it's really hard for me, you know? That was not a joke, by the way. <laughs> That's not a joke. I do have a deep spiritual love for Spider-Man. I'm being completely serious, and it does make people uncomfortable when I talk about it in detail. So I have to exercise my self-control, my discernment about many things, about trying not to lose my mind and also trying to do magic, about trying not to come off as though I've lost my mind. I mean, before I wrap this up, I will say that I did have like an like a, a time in my life where I knew somebody who always had a particularly like um, exasperated reaction to like even the slightest mention of mysticism even um, and I never really understood why because I I it's not like I was like I'm invoking spirits and I'm working with ancient deities and you know at midnight I, I call the spirit of Jupiter to my you know blah 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 you know it was not that deep whatsoever and <laughs> because I know when to keep my mouth shut and even just like having another conversation with someone else where this other person would be an earshot and hear about just you know the briefest tinge of our conversation whether it was about tarot cards or secret moral codes or whatever this person definitely was super not into it so yeah use your discretion in all aspects of magic um keep a detailed magical record um so that not only do you not lose your mind you don't feel as though you're losing your mind you don't have to be constantly um feeling like you're you're gonna go where the sidewalk ends by accident if you are keeping a detailed journal um what else am I gonna say magic is dangerous no matter what kind of magic you're doing it doesn't have to be ancient spirits or demons or black magical grimoires or necromancy or anything really it could be tarot cards you could be reading with like some like fun colorful tarot cards that you got and that still fucks with people's heads like just the tiniest toe dip on, into magic if you're not ready for it it will mess with you so really just be careful and use your discretion is what I'm gonna say this was sort of interesting stream of thought more than usual at least episode of the show um 
if you would like to support the show um, and like all that stuff, this podcast has a Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Babylon Rising. It's just the name of the show and it's always linked in the description of the podcast. If you are a black person who would like a free tarot reading from me, from yours truly, Jay, um, you can contact me through Instagram. My Instagram is venus.libitna, also always linked in the description. DM me and um, we can work out something and I will read tarot for you. Um, You get a free tarot reading. I get also the opportunity to read tarot for other black people, which would be great. Um, I think uh, I'm going to end off by saying if you have any other inquiries about the show, feel free to email me at babylonrisingspodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for this episode. Until next time, Ave Babylon.